This call is now being recorded. <laughs> You're now being recorded for podcast quality assurance. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the Google Voice thing. I feel like Adnan from Serial now. <laughs> Well, hey, you're special, man. Hey, you're an author, you know? I mean, gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, it's still sinking in that I actually went through it all. So, I mean, is it, I'm guessing this is your, like you said, your first book. You went through yeah. it all. So, like, I mean, when did you start doing this? Um. Well, I had, I had written one chapter a couple of years ago. I had an idea of what the story would be, basically the beginning and the end. And so I wrote the chapter and then I put it to the side, like, you know, many other projects I've done throughout life. But uh, I started writing another book and I got about 15,000 words in it. And for some reason, I just looked at this other chapter and I said, you know what, I this is a better idea and this is what I should be doing. And this was in February and my wife and I, we have a specialty grocery store and we were in the process of moving. And so basically I had quite a bit of time while we were waiting for things to be set up. And so I just... I really got to work on it, and then the, uh, you know, the self-quarantine came in, and then I had, you know, even more time, and I stuck with it, so it it worked out, and, you know, and I channeled some of the anxiety into focusing on this story. It, it was a good distraction. No, I bet. Yeah, there's plenty, like I said, plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... What do you think about this, what kind of environment to write in like that? Like, you're talking about like, like channeling anxiety. I, I, I kind of remember you, like, I, if I remember seeing some tweets from you, like, you were just like, like you're saying, you just like hammered a bunch out. Yeah. And you were just hammering it out. Yeah. And you're like, and wow. I, I think that's, you know, it's, you know, and I've, I've done a podcast before. So, you know, it's like anything you, you either are paying attention to it and doing it or it you quickly forget about it and mm. you know that's just a big lesson i've learned over the years is if you're not on top of something it it can quickly go away and so with that thought in mind i knew to to keep doing it and then just during the course of writing there would be days where you know there'd be you know, exciting surprises or discoveries of like, oh yeah, wait, that's a, a good route to take, or oh, this really does make sense with this character, and you know, fun stuff like that, and so that helped keep me going too, and keep me writing is is that when you, uh, I'm sorry, someone's pulling into my driveway and. Okay. Are you fine? No, they're backing out. They're backing out. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forget. That's the Oklahoma hello, you know? The, the Oklahoma hello. Uh, <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> now, I'm, this is not 
good to say anymore, but you know, I lived in Los Angeles in the 90s, and mm-hmm. uh, the the term Mexican doorbell, where you pull in the driveway and honk. You know, okay, <laughs> I, I've heard that. Yes, it's terrible, but uh, yeah. it is. It was a theme that um, you know, in some cultures, you don't want to go to the front door. That's, mm-hmm. that's basically it. But he didn't give me one. He just left. Um, yeah, yeah. The stories were, uh, yeah. It just it kept me going. You weren't trying to like adopt a uh, George R. R. Martin style of writing, is what you're trying to say. Leave it hanging. Leave it hanging. Yeah, Yeah, I, I I don't understand. Well, you know, I'm sure therapists or you know analysts would recognize, you know, that. This thing has given him fame and fortune and, you know, maybe subconsciously he thinks ending it will end that fame and fortune somehow, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or he could be lazy now, you know, yeah. or he or he just isn't inspired, which can happen too. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I've never read those. I, I've worked with people who were really into them, but I never took that route. Yeah, I uh, audio booked it, so I at least went that way. But yeah, it's just like why? I, you know, like you said, I mean, this is not a subject that hasn't been touched on before. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, why didn't somebody finish something? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I'm trying to think. You know, the scary part I would think is that someone else would come and finish it for him. You know, and that just that always doesn't seem to work you know like ai the movie ai that spielberg took over from kubrick and you know he inserted some of that spielberg goo into the cold clinical world of kubrick and it just didn't feel right it's weird yeah 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 like that i as a reader like i wrote it off and him off like i like you know like watching the show you know, and I hate to be like talking about like Game of Thrones, but like, you know, just but just as I was like a like from like a reader versus like you know writer, like if someone if you're if you're wanting like someone to like keep up with your stuff, you know, I kind of found it like as an insult. I was like, someone knows we're just gonna watch a show before it even comes out. I was like, why even bother now, man? Yeah, I never started. We we didn't have HBO, and then we recently got it. And but everyone's tweets about the last season, you know, everyone hated that last season. I yeah. uh, I'm I don't think I'll dive in. Yeah, don't it's it's fine. You're all right. <laughs> there's plenty of things that people say now, man. There's like there's too many things to go through in life, you know, right? Yeah. Shows and content and books. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and I'm old now and uh and so it's it's for it seems for like a younger demographic, for me. Yeah. Than me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting to that. Yeah. As well. I mean, I feel like, hey, like, can I go to sleep now? <laughs> for real. <laughs> Sorry to be like kind of cranky like that. But. Yeah. So that, Wampus, where's 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 this come from? I I've actually seen you know it like passed around like oh where you've gotten your nickname from? Is is that a nickname or is this a Mr. it is Wampus? a nickname? It is a nickname. I. My real name is Steve, and uh, 
And then ninth grade, I got the name. This tenth grader in a class said I looked like a wampus. And, um, you know, it was kind of a vague thing. He was saying he was, he was probably high. But, like in seventh grade, I had one class and there were five Steves in it. Um, so it was a very popular name when yeah. I was born. So I was fine with it because I knew people were talking to me, you know. There was a lot of head turns for Steves in the halls of my schools. So it just, it stuck and, you know, I was, I'm, I'm very awkward teenager and I'm sure it was, you know, there was some cruelty in there, you know, just to say, to hammer home that I was awkward. But, yeah, I mean, people do remember me. More people remember me than I remember them, unfortunately, because of the name. But, yeah, it stuck. And, uh, you know, besides cops and creditors, people call me Wampus. <laughs> Are you from Oklahoma here originally? Yes. Um born in Oklahoma City, but moved to Norman when I was two. So Norman, you know, is, is my hometown for sure. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, you said you lived in L.A. What, in the 90s? Would you move away yeah, and come back? Yeah, I moved to L.A., uh, New York after that. My my wife and I, we had started dating when we met working at the same coffee place in Oklahoma City. But she had already made plans to move to New York, and I had made plans to L.A. to move to L.A. And so we kept with those plans because we had just started dating. But we kept the relationship going, and um, she would visit me, and I'd visit her. And then she moved to L.A., and then after about a year and a half, she she took me by the ear and dragged me to New York, and which was great though because I I ended up loving New York too. And then uh you know because of family, uh we had some illnesses in the family, we moved back in uh June 2001. So it was right before September 11th. And, okay, yeah, that yeah. Uh I moved in I moved to Norman August. Oh wow. That same year. Yeah. Yeah, and started going to OU. And that, that was yeah, that was what I remember about that, hey, I was there for like a month, you know, and then everything's great. Yeah, and then everything changed. Yeah, yeah, and then we yeah. did a different world flip. Like, oh, yeah. that world ended, and now we're in this world again, or I guess, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I feel like we just did that again. Yeah. In fact, I somehow, you know, this one I think is is more impactful in in ways that, you know, that it's going to shape people's perspectives even more than that. I think, uh, I think it'll, there'll be more shows and literature and, and entertainment that references this than 9-11 does. Ever did. Yeah. And that's something like uh, I noticed like with, you know, even nowadays with like what's happened the past like three or four years and Trump, I don't see it bleed into pop culture much. As well, much as like other things have, like it's starting to now a little bit, but it's not as like as like you said, like before it was like in every show. Like you, I can go back and watch The Sopranos and be like, oh, this is when nine eleven happened. Yeah, and yeah. something changed. Yeah, um, 
this is written in, you know. Yeah, and I don't know how much Trump will figure in, and that's just from my own perspective of doing stand-up comedy, and just um, unless you're a, like a master or someone, you know, a headliner, uh, you, you cannot mention Donald Trump on stage. You can just you can feel the energy of the room just change, you know. And I'm gonna balance the percentages for Oklahoma, but you know, half the audience when you say his name are filled with dread and and anger, and then the other half are filled with uh, defensiveness and anger. So it's just it's not good for laughter. To yeah, and it's not something him. you can like want to get a handle on. Yeah, and there's just and it's hard to get a new angle in on him that someone else hasn't done. The only person that, you know, John Mulaney's comparing it to a horse in the hospital. I thought that was pretty hilarious and pretty brilliant. <laughs> Wanda Sykes did a good job, too. But besides that, I mean, like Mark Marin, his new special, I thought, um, was really good, especially the first half. And then he started talking about Trump and Pence, and I think it just went off the rails. It's yeah, but the quarantine itself, I think, will be the backdrop to a lot of things. Did you ever see the movie Hope and Glory? Uh, yes. Is that uh? It's a World War Two. Uh, uh, English. English. Uh, like yeah. England, and they go like the kids have to go to the countryside. Yes. I is think, that the right uh, one? Okay, yeah. yeah, exactly. That is it. And but you know the end is when they. They come back to the city, and the kid goes to school, and it's blown up, and, and every yeah. child is celebrating yeah. with glee. I think we'll see stuff like that, you know, written by by authors who were children during this time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think they'll uh, their perspective is going to be pretty pretty interesting to find out, you know. My kid is 10, and I'm sure he's got some ideas of what what the disease is that are kind of off, you know? Yeah, yeah. But he's still old enough to get, like, a good enough rap around, like, kind of what's being said, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, and, you know, he he's a real autodidact, and he he's watching, you know, a lot of PBS science videos, and, you know, there's... One that kind of explained COVID nineteen, so he he, he sure. can teach me some stuff too. So yeah, yeah, I've got a four year old, and like it's just oh, kind of a you know the yeah. the flip, you know, where it's like you can kind of like hey hey hi bad things, that's it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I can imagine like just growing into this. Yeah, my wife and I said you know, to each other, like, thank God, you know, we didn't have a, our kids as old as he is. I I can't, you know, for a four-year-old, I can't, I'm sure it's tough, you know, I'm sure they're frustrated and they can't express it, <laughs> you know, in, in, uh, in intelligible ways, so, you know, I'm sure there's, there's acting out and stuff, but, you know, they accept the reality they're in, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we're human. Kids adapt. 
kids are great yeah. at adapting, <laughs> yeah. especially in the moment. But well, yeah, and it seems they're better at adapting than a lot of adults right now. So, so what do you think about like uh, like schooling with your kids? I mean, and how do you take that? Um, is, is there any way to take it now? Because I mean, that's kind of how I take it. Like, you know, there's nothing really to do right now. It's no one's yeah. decided anything, and I've got my own beliefs and what I'd do anyway. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, is coming up in the fall. What? What is? Is there going to be school? What is school going to be like? Is it going to be on screen? Um, I do wholly believe that. A teacher that is not your parent is is really good in ways. You know, you can talk about subject matter and ideology and whatnot, but um, yeah, I don't think I don't think you even have to believe it, man. Like I, I've just seen it. You know, just you know, I'm I'm sure. Did you have to do a bunch of it yourself with your kids? Like, not really. You know, I found, you know. a, found a lot more. Some people had to be like way more hands on. I I mean, I, I didn't have to do too much other than just. I've noticed that, especially as, like, they're really little adults. They love having, just as humans, yeah. another little person. Like you said, that's not your parent. Or yeah. Not, not this other person. Not this person I know or whatever. You know, they're fun, yeah. whatever it is, you know. Yeah. I I can see another adult. Like, you know, he takes piano. And when he's learning piano from this other person, he behaves differently than he would if I was trying to tell him how to play piano. You know, he he would be yeah. like, I know, I know, I know, you know, or whatever, with me. And he, he won't do that with with his piano teacher. So <laughs> it it, yeah. it is important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, but, but school does, you know, offer him, you know, the methods and steps to, you know, explore more of what he's interested in. So. Yeah, I you know we'll see how much is online. We'll see how much is is going to be around. You know, or are they going to test for antibodies? You know, it's going to be crazy. What do you have any like just straight up personal beliefs? Like if they just say, "Hey, go in there," like normal. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Because I mean, it's Oklahoma. You know, they're like, hey, there would be a lot of like, oh, there would be a lot of guidelines and stuff. And like, ah, we don't do any of that. Well, yeah, I mean, like today, I was in a convenience store, and there's arrows on the floor, and the two people ahead of me couldn't follow the arrows. You know, I uh, (laughs) is. <laughs> it's the simplest thing, and I, I speaking of getting old, I've relished my role of the cranky guy who calls you out. You know, say, oh, "I'm sorry, the arrows go that way, like that." Yeah, and <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having fun with it right now. Hey, hold on, real quick, okay? Go ahead. off the stove um yeah i mean for this yeah i we'll see what i I personally have definitely had fun with it myself just just walking around you know i mean not on purpose but just uh like you said i'm socially awkward too and just like just 
the I guess the uh, I, I have like a past to be like oh, I'm gonna get the hell away from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not like not just like a, you know, yell at people or anything, but I would, yeah, I don't want to. You know, just I'm gonna go over here now or just stay away or never go down an aisle that you're down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just, yeah. Well, yeah, it's just like these things are put. They only work if we all pay attention, and you know, yeah. I just. <laughs> the hope for that is, but yeah, with schooling, you know, our our governor homeschools his kids. He doesn't vaccinate. I just, I, I think he allows these, you know, extremist beliefs, you know, seep into his policy. Oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, real quick. Go ahead. Hello. Hey. I'm good. Sorry about that. Um, you know, I just think his, yeah, I think those beliefs are gonna, they're affecting policy now. You know, he, we, we are it's, very. It's, a, it's a poli- It's like a policy through absence of policy. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of this. Really, what really is? We're just gonna let it roll on. Not, not even just the. The, the coronavirus stuff, just even the economic stuff, you know, like yeah, we're just gonna kind of let time and the market roll on, and I guess the forces of the invisible hand or something will direct us in a direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's yeah, it's crazy. Um, in this book, the narrator, you know, it's not a political book, but he does. He does mention just because you know he mentions the wisdom of the state government. You know, thinking that cutting taxes increases revenues. And, you know, to explain the absence of some things. Sure. That it's in there, but it's in. And you're, and you're kind of you're kind of still on my next question. Like, did you put any of like you know having to write during this time? Did you put any of that in the book, or is it just kind of? Out, no, of, out of time, you, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess you could say that now, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's set in November 2019, and it feels so far away, you know. Sure. <laughs> Having this guy, he's going to bars and restaurants, and, you know, he's meeting people at a coffee place. Talking to them, yeah, yeah. Talking to them, and, you know, and making love, and it just it seems so crazy now. Um, yeah. Basically, for a mystery, I feel the three important themes are, you know, a an ending where you don't feel cheated, right? You know, mm-hmm. like a, that makes sense. That and did you see Knives Out? No, I did not. Well, one thing about that movie is the. The ending, or you know, the the solution wasn't offensive. You know, it was, and it, it was one you could even kind of guess, but you didn't care. You know, and that's kind of what I want in this is something where you, you don't feel cheated. But sure. I, but you know, it it I hope it's a surprise. But if it's not, I hope you enjoy the ride. That's the one important thing. Two is you. In a mystery is you learn in about a place like 
the most, you know, my favorite mysteries are like George Pelicanos, who's set in D.C. and Baltimore, or, um, or, uh, oh, what's her name? Shoot, Steph Cha, who's set in uh, L.A., like in Koreatown. But they're, mm-hmm. they're set in places where you learn about the place as well, and you learn sure. about the cult- cultural things. And so I thought it would be a nice challenge to do that in Norman, in a Norman. Yeah, that's what I like about it. And it's set with a specific demographic of Norman, which is the people who come here to go to school, and they have a lot of fun, and they just don't leave, and they figure out how to make it here. Okay, and, yeah. And, in fact, a quote I took – uh, the Lost Ogle once had a thing about, you know, a snarky blog post about Norman. And one thing they said is every adult in Norman doesn't have a real job, you know. <laughs> and it's kind of true. <laughs> kind of true. Yeah. And, like, my friends and I, you know, they they either work at OU in some capacity or mm-hmm. they've figured out how to, you know, Make yeah, I'm, like, I'm really like, I'm, like, I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you yeah. know, in a way I am too, you know, but uh, a little more connected to the status quo than the, this narrator for sure. But yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. And then just, uh, and then the, the other theme because of that demographic is kind of about adulthood and friendships and how they they disappear or they divert and uh yeah there's some things in it that i don't think you know there's things i made up uh, but you know like there's things about like a meth subculture that are probably true but i don't know much about but they're in there to feed into the other parts of the story for sure okay sounds interesting like i said i, I was i was like oh wow it's even set in norman that's that's great yeah and you know i changed some details on things but there there's some norman lore in it for sure um, okay about, it's an interesting town you know i mean like with it being i mean you know it's a small town to be honest not in oklahoma no, you, you know, know, but 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 here that's it's a big deal and there's all sorts of stuff here. You know? Well, yeah, and in fact I speaking of the small town part of it, I and it's in the book, I mentioned how and this is based on a friend of mine who lived in Mexico, or he still does, but in his town there you know, he talks about you know, everyone is known with the title L blank, you know, like there's El Ladron, you know, there's, you know, the shoemaker, there's the, and, but then it goes on to, there's the thief, you know, and everyone (laughs) knows this person as the thief. Sure. Yeah. You know, and if something is stolen from you, you can go, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I guess that guy came into my house, the thief, which is so crazy. And Norman kind of has that. And, you know, it's, for living here a long time, it it is tough for me because you know I've I've had a colorful life and 
I have done crazy things in my life, and I'm sure there are many people who point at me and say, oh, there's, you know, there's the bass player who wore diapers or, you know, or something like that. So, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. we all contain mul- multitudes. Sure, sure. So you you talk about doing stand-up. Do you do stand-up in Norman or is that in the North city? North Oklahoma City Both. mainly, yeah, and, you know. Anywhere they'll have you? Anywhere they'll – well, I, I can discriminate a little. <laughs> there, there are a couple places. I have, you know, but – and that's I one thing. I still kind of wonder, like, what kind of scene for Oklahoma City is there? Or is it just Oklahoma City? It general, is. Oklahoma City uh, and Tulsa, they both – Tulsa's real tight knit and there's some good comedians there and and um you know they have Blue Whale Comedy Festival which is great and um no it's real fun and then Oklahoma City you know it has the two comedy clubs now and Paramount Room um and OKC Comedy so there's there's people came through you know I saw Eddie Pepitone this winter and he could be the best stand up out there now and you know, got to see him with 30 people. But, yeah, um, wow. And one frustrating thing was in February, you know, I started getting these out of town gigs. And, you know, I was supposed to do a weekend in Arkansas with some friends and, and then, uh, in New Mexico and, uh, you know, and then, sure. In Tulsa and, and Chickasha, there was a pain gig. I had just done a casino in Lawton, so there were, you know, it was going well, and then, you know, you just had to stop along with everybody. But yeah. I'm not missing it that much. It's, but I'm sure I'll get back to it. It's a, it's, you know, it's a craft, and it kind of helped me write, you know, in stand up. You have to learn about the economy of words, and you know, to set up a scene and payoffs and you know that's the same in literature and in mysteries for sure sure reading the crowd and all that reading the crowd so, well, it's hard to read a know. crowd when you're writing a book yeah and that's the, that's the thing you know it's like yeah is it good it's a different payoff scene i think i think it kind of ties into you know like with kind of what you're talking about like the ending part of a mystery yeah no i don't think it's just i don't think it's just mysteries you know talking about like you know we were mentioning the horror you know game of thrones if if you're if you're if your reader or viewer or whatever is like just like pissed off at you before it even you're even there, yeah. Or even if it, even if, like you get to the ending, you know, and it's that type of payoff, and it's like not what you want, or just yeah, ugh, yeah. It leaves that taste in your mouth, you know. And I I mean I I hate people having like an ownership over you know what you create. To a degree, you know, like I should, I oh, should, yeah. you shouldn't have wrote it that way. You should have ended it this way, you know, that yeah. sort of thing, you know, and I, I get that to a degree, but yeah, but yeah, don't just, don't offend me <laughs> or insult us on purpose. You know, there's like a line, I guess. Which is yeah, there line. is a culture like, and, and that's like, I forgive, you know, the Star Wars world a, a lot, you know, because oh, yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah. how hard it would be to please you know, the hard, I mean, th- there are some people who are impossible to please in that. And then also I have a, f- a friend who works for Skywalker Ranch. And so <laughs> I get a little 
you know, okay, territorial, yeah. like, hey, man, that might hurt his feelings, too. So don't, don't, but uh, <laughs> I, I will say that, you know, Ray being Palpatine's granddaughter sent or, me over the edge. Whatever. I, you know, I watched that and I was like, was this a movie? <laughs> yeah. I just, like, 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 forget a Star Wars. Like, was this a film? Like, I was, I'm really kind of like jumping to parts here, you know. Yeah. I don't know. That was just me. Yeah. Because I liked the other two films quite a bit. And yeah, 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 they're not bad. But, you know, and, but it was fine, you know. I might watch it again someday. Who knows? But I, there's just, you know, nuance gets lost on people, you know, like, yo, you've got to yeah. be so absolutist. I've either got to love it or hate it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't be like, oh, you know, this part of that, but you know, no, no. Yeah, you're in my camp or you're out of it. Well, I think that shows you, yeah, that you have grown up into into someone because, yeah, you learn a lot about uh, gray areas when you when you get older. And yeah, I hey, I hope so. I mean, just it's just. I mean, not even just with Star Wars, you know, you can't, like you said, you can't apply it in everything in life, but I think that's what we're kind of learning. Uh, We're all learning, I think, I hope. We keep talking about it a lot, but. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about a then product, you know, so we'll we'll see. We'll see for sure. Yeah. Well, hey, get get some plugs in for your book, man. Okay, yeah, um, it's called Way I See It, and, uh, yeah, I hope by the end you. You can understand why I would write um, title at that, but it's by Wampus Reynolds, and it's available on Amazon. Um, their publishing program was just uh, the easiest to do, but uh, you can buy the ebook on Kindle, Apple Books, Barnes and Noble, probably a few other places by now. But uh, and then the paperback will uh, was covered by my friend Jason Stout. Um, is available now and uh yeah i'm excited i haven't i'm waiting for people to finish it so i can hear hear some feedback but what they think yeah are you thinking about uh maybe writing any more books in the future or just anything uh, at all yeah i my plans are um uh to write a comic novel next speaking of stand-up um yeah I, I've got an idea for a, a, a comic novel. It'll be a little shorter, I'm sure. I hear those are really like hard to do. Like, are you are you are you going to be like a autobiographical? Or? No, no. This one will be a um, totally fiction. And total fiction, and you're going to try and kind of capture the. That's what I'm saying. Like that's 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 going to be that's a good one. Yeah, it's got it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be weird and. And dark for sure at points, but um, yeah, I have a yeah, I have that pretty well mapped out. And then after I have written beats for um, a western, so um, which a multi-character uh, western novel um, set in the Panhandle, uh, okay, yeah, hey. territory. And yeah, because uh, there's a. I was reading. Have you ever seen uh, Ghost Towns of Oklahoma? Uh, I probably have. I mean, I've lived. I like. I'm, yeah. I'm from the Panhandle, so that, that's all, oh. all there is up there. What town? Just, where? Where in the Panhandle? I'm from Guyman. Oh, cool, cool. And I just 
I mean, there's nothing to do up there, so you're just, yeah. yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty much all there is up there, ghost towns, you know. Well, yeah. There's a good couple coffee. A couple of main ones, Guyman. you know. I, I had really good coffee in Guymon, so I know that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, at there you a, go. uptown. Uh, I did Black Mesa and went there. Um, but, um, yeah, there's this book from 20 years ago or 25 years ago called Ghost Towns of Oklahoma. You can still find, but it's, it's a lot of fun. There are a lot of abandoned towns in Oklahoma because, mm-hmm. because the land was free. So people would come and, and build up for a while and try to get a town going. And a lot yeah. of times it just didn't work. And a lot of the stories are, well, the railroad moved, you know, two miles to the west. So yeah, yeah. That's something. And so, but there was a I ghost found a lot of that. Up. Yeah. There was a ghost town in, in, mentioned in that. And basically, well, I'm not going to give the name because it'll be the name of the book. But it was in the panhandle pretty near liberal Kansas. But, you know, it, okay. was, it was where the whorehouse is and, and, the, and the beer was for sale. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So it's going to be set there. And then, you know, that panhandle history is fascinating. Like there were a lot of homesteads where the woman and her family, they would run it and the husband would be, you know, out of state, you know, working somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of independent women, and which is, you know, really fascinating on the prairie and in the frontier how they survived. And so you're speaking my language, man. This is, yeah. that's like, uh, I, I was raised by like, yeah, three of those women. Yeah. And that's, I think that's kind of why, like, I'm not like, you know, one of these big people, like, I'm a feminist or whatever, but I'm like, you, you just, women had a different hierarchical stature in my world growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then I see, uh, I'm, you know, I've married into a different world. That's like, you know, army brat, that type of like, it's just, kind of complete opposite to be honest you know <laughs> but it's yeah. just like you know that's just not in my even in my any of my nomenclature like we're what you're like you're you want women to never do anything and like not not say anything or you know what i mean like like the yeah. the, the kind of the classic 50s versions of they do stay in the kitchen and they do the home work and Home, homemaking and that sort of thing, and that's kind of about it. Like, no, that's that's not it at all, man. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah. fascinating history. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm from there, and I would I, I've been back there recently, just you know, for family and work and that sort of thing, and uh-huh. and and even being from there, I would be like, why the hell is this town here? Whatever this town is. <laughs> You know, and it's 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 at least still a town, I guess. You know, you, there's people living here. You can yeah. call it that. And you know, yeah, you look it up, and it's like it's a, it was a spot the railroad set up way back hundred years ago, and like it never went anywhere. And that's still yeah. the same way it is a hundred years ago. You know, yeah. and it probably will be that way in a hundred years from now. Like Wheelis, <laughs> that was yeah. When I drove Wheelis. by on the way to <laughs> Black Mason, yeah. it blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, like yeah. And most most places out in that area, they'll be mostly known for a school name, because people are you know they're living so spread out. You know, and there there is a, actually a town. They'll just come to a, you know a central place, and that's called the the school name. That's almost oh, it's yeah. not a town, but it's like a district. It's a it's a yeah, but it's also it's the same place. It's a mark and a spot on a map. 
So it's kind of a place, you know what I mean? Like, so that's yeah. kind of how it operates yeah. out there. So it's like, oh, this is four corners. It's just where two roads cross. There's nothing yeah. there, but we all call it four corners, you know, <laughs> just stupid stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a very interesting place. I, you know, I've just gone through it a few times and, and you know, just the fact that you can set your cruise control on 412 and, and then crawl into your back seat for an hour yeah. because it's sure. so straight. <laughs> it's yeah. like oh, yeah. you can just not pay attention for an hour. It's amazing. Yep. And you, yeah. I mean, you won't miss much. <laughs> huh? And then, and then you won't, and you really won't miss yeah, much, you, you know. Yeah. There's not much out there, you know. No, no. Just, uh, yeah, I, you know, I have. Uh, I'm always, I'm always fascinated by people that aren't from there. Their, you know, their fascination with that area. You know, it's like, wow, what, is, what is going on out there? You know, especially well, yeah. the stargazing and things like that. You know. The, yeah, and the, but its history is different from, you know, central Oklahoma. Yes. So that that's makes it interesting, and just yeah, that how it ended up with Oklahoma is is wild, and yeah. So that would be the third book, but yeah, I hope <laughs> to get I hope to get started on this uh, comic novel really soon. You know, I just and you know the hope is to have someone else publish it because you know I self published this one and. And sure. that involves marketing and formatting and and self editing and I I'd much rather have other people. I'm do sure that. it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it it was uh it, like people don't really realize like, you know, this seems like kinda of, uh, I mean, do it day in and out, man, like it's not fun really, <laughs> you know, there's people like I said, it's a job. Exactly. Exactly. And uh yeah, and it's one where I think back and say, if I knew it was going to be like this at the end, would I have, you know, gone for it? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the next couple of weeks go and how sales go. To see if okay, well, hopefully it makes it all worth the while and yeah, at least people enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. it. And yeah, I, forward to it. I wanted to make a entertaining book, and so and an inter, you know, and a good story. So it's. That was, you know, a big goal, and I, I think I did it. But I, you tell me, so that'll be good. Okay. Well, I hope. I mean, I say I hope you can get it back out there, like doing stand up. I mean, I don't know when that's ever gonna. Yeah. Well, I hear open mics or... are opening up in the first week of June. You know, they're doing some things, but, uh, you know, I'm gonna take my time. I'll be hanging back for quite a while. So. Yeah. I will be. I'll let the others. I'll let the others be the red shirts, you know, who go <laughs> who go explore the the surface of the new planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun on that away, on mission, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I just, man, I I personally, I mean, I'm the same. I'm of the same mind, but I just don't. I mean, I just don't know what to think. Like people, most. People, I I do delivery a lot for just my own business, mm-hmm. and it's just if you're, I, I tell my wife, it's uh, uh if you're living in normal land, if you're, I'm just a normal person, just 
just normal Joe. I, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they just don't know, don't care, and have no caution about any of this, to be honest. Like, I just had a guy, I just delivered to a guy, and he was, you know, some people, I think, have, like, you know, they're, they're you know, political, and they're kind of trying to, they're just like any side of a political thing. They're trying to push, you know, I want it to be, I want to shake your hand, my gosh, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I live I, in Norman, so I don't see those guys. Much. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, yeah, it just depends on who, who, whose house you go to, man. I'll yeah. say that, you yeah. know, or where you're out in public, you know, if, if you, if you do go out in public, you know, well, I, I live kind of out in the country outside of Norman and it's okay. like I can get out away from it, you know, that's great, you know, but yeah. then you come in and like you try to go in a, a store and something, and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> just like yeah. nobody, no mass, no nothing, people in groups, so you know. Real. But yeah, I've and that's been that's what I'm delivering liquor <laughs> during this downtime. Oh, really? Okay. My yeah. wife and I have started we're delivering liquor for the liquor store here, and uh, so the people we deliver to are the ones who are taking it seriously, you know. Okay. So, <laughs> and those are who we encounter. So, you know, my perspective is a little. Skewed, well, actually, I kind of wonder about that, you know, like, would you get some people wanting liquor that just don't care sometimes because it's, I don't know, they're just wanting to party. Yeah, that would be a stereotype you would think, you know. Yeah, but the people who are like that, they'll go to the liquor store, you know. Okay, yeah, hey, fair and point. Not yeah, because it's open anyway. Dollar fee, so. Good point, yeah. good point. But, okay. Yeah, so I see, I see, you know. The people take Yeah, it's been a, it's been a kind of a mix for me. Yeah. You know, like I've had a, one one person out of everybody has been like, just drop it next to the house and leave. You know, yeah. and that was it. Just that just one person. But everyone else has either wanted to shake my hand or there's been a couple few people, but it's also been like, uh, usually I can kind of do my job solitary, you know. But now that they're all stuck at home or have been recently, they're like, well, hey, let's come out and help and. Talk and yeah, you know, I was like, "Hey, get yeah. the hell away out of here, man! You know, just go go somewhere else." But that's kind of the, you know, them not thinking about it either. But yeah, just 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 from my own uh, family. I mean, I've had big problems with my family. Yeah, you know, especially mine. Mine's living in Guyman right now. You know, with where there's a big outbreak and yeah. nothing's going on. But you know, it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, I got we'll It's always a happens. state of mind, and and you know. But, yeah, we'll see, man. I hope you can get back out there. I you hope too, man. Book does well, and so yeah, I hope you have you back on if you ever want to come back on. Yeah, and uh, and maybe yeah, in a better better capacity. Yeah, okay. I, hey, I'm trying. I, see I mean, I I I do better like just doing it like like this, you know. Like, hey, I the hell with it. Call call me, and I can record it, you know. But yeah. I hope there's like a better capacity where you know you can like hey, actually get together and have a mic or. I can do, you know, over the internet stuff fairly easily too. Yeah. But you never know who else can. So it's kind of trying to make everything link up. Yeah, it's. I know it's. You know, I did eleven episodes of a podcast myself, and yeah, and it was the twelfth one. Well, there were a few that where the audio just didn't record right. So I know it's. There's oh yeah, I lost on. it. I lost an entire episode one time. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. You're never catching that again. He tried, but you know, it doesn't work. Exactly. 
All right. Well, it's good talking to you. Well, thank you, sir. Nice to, you know, air quotes meet you over the yeah. phone. And... Yeah, we'll we'll have to do it in real time at some point. I hope, man. I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Maybe right. Maybe we can get our vaccines together. That's right. Well, thank you, sir. And <laughs> like you. I said, hope hope you have a good one and uh, at find success. And, like, we'll I hope we have you back on. Oh, cool. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Take it easy.